We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Talking about durability, you know, I mean, second in the league in minutes played, had missed a game, just kind of what it means to see him go down there and you can see the pain he was in. Yeah, you know, it's part of the game, you know, he's, he, you know, injuries, you, you deal with it. Um, and now just focus on the rehab, get back as soon as you can. Uh, we just went through it with Jalen, so it's, it's the same thing. You, you don't replace him individually, you have to do it collectively. So we understand where we are and what we have to do, but we have more than enough on the bench. Right? I thought our bench was terrific. So next guy, get in there, next man up, get it done. And that's that's the way we have to approach it. You went with the same fivesome that entire fourth quarter. Yeah. You almost put Brunson back in at one point. Yeah, or? yeah, the game swayed right there. And so, you know, we, we had a lot of guys in playing roles that they're not accustomed to positions, but we managed it well, I thought, and they, we just had taken a five-point lead, so I wanted to see where, where it would go, and uh, we, I felt we just got into a good rhythm, and so the, the thing about Jalen, he's always team first, I said, let's see, if, you know, the next couple minutes, how it goes, if, you know, and, and we went on a run right there, so we just rolled it out from there, and, you know, and that's a, some nights, it, that's the way it is. Dom Cappuccini, man, you 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 are you are too much, my friend. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you to everybody who's watching, everybody who um, supports Knicks Film School, uh, the 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 whole thing. This what we do here, and being able to to for me to sit down and like. <laughs> give my thoughts on the whole thing um like i it was fun when i was doing it and there was a uh, you know a dozen people watching on on periscope uh it's a little bit more meaningful when you know that you have a real audience so uh thank you to everybody uh dom you man you freaking mvp dude however long jules absence may be what winning adjustments do you foresee Thibodeau making? Sims iHeart reunion, Josh Hart at the four, IQ this number two s- scoring threat to close. One way or another, uh, and those were all like questions. One way or another, they definitely need better games from RJ and Julie, uh, Jalen Brunson. I believe they will get them. Okay. I thought Thibodeau tipped his hand. Starting Obi. I think he will continue to start Obi. 
I think he will continue to start Obi. I think he will play Obi the first for as long as Julius is out. I think he'll play Obi the first five, six, seven minutes of every of the first quarter and the third quarter. If Obi's going well, it'll be more towards like seven, eight, nine minutes. If he's not going as well, it'll be more towards probably six minutes. I mean, he doesn't really pull starters before the the midway through the first or the third. Um, and then if the if the early stretch is good, then maybe Obi closes the second quarter. Maybe Obi closes the third or fourth. What I would expect, and again, we could be talking about a game. Maybe we're not even talking about a game. Maybe Julius is back in two days. We don't know. But if it is for an extent, however long it is, I think it would not surprise me, and I'm sure it would not surprise anyone, if Obi did not get back in the game, you know, after his opening stint in the first and third, if it if he doesn't make a significant positive impact. And it becomes, you know, kind of like an Alfred Payton situation two years ago. So where does he go once Obi sits? Well, again, I think he tipped his hand tonight. I I don't think you're gonna see Sims. Um, I don't think you're going to see Sims. I think you're going to see what we saw tonight. Now, we saw tonight in the second half a, a eight-man rotation. That was also must-win game, Miami Heat. It was only the second half we had to worry about. My guess, my guess, and I, I say this with some trepidation because it would leave them Awfully small. My guess is that Deuce gets back in the rotation over Sims. That is my guess. I could be wrong. I do not think he will go with an eight-man rotation. I do believe he will go with a ninth player. If it's Deuce, let's just talk that out, how that would look. So he's been going with Brunson essentially the entire fourth quarter. With Julius out, you better believe he's going to keep going to Jalen Brunson the entire fourth, first quarter. So that means <clears throat> you're going to get Brunson out at the beginning of the second for, I think, Deuce. So then that gives you Deuce. It gives you quickly. It gives you RJ. And it gives you Josh Hart. Now, Brunson comes back in for Deuce after how many minutes? So then you're running with Brunson quickly, RJ, and Josh Hart, along with Hardenstein or Mitchell Robinson. And if what I said before is true and Obi does not re-enter the game in this at the end of the second quarter or at the end of the fourth quarter, does that leave you a little small? Well, you saw it tonight. It worked pretty well. Josh Hart obviously rebounds very well for his position. Um, RJ Barrett is capable of like we've seen him play the four. You know that that's possible. I'm not worried about like where the points are going to come from because again, uh, Brunson, RJ, like the shooting that they have, like you know, defense into into offense with with Josh Hart and the whole thing. Hardenstein being you know, capable with, with, um, with offense, the whole, the whole thing. Um, I guess what I'm, yeah. 
that's that's kind of what what I what I would guess is going to happen. I'm just trying to think if that could be particularly dicey with any of their opponents. As I say that, I'm looking and I'm reminded, like, oh, <laughs> they play the Cavs next, <laughs> and then they might play the Cavs in the playoffs. The Cavs, notably, have Evan Mobley at the four, which is perhaps the worst possible matchup for the thing that I just described. Uh, mm. I don't know. I still don't know if I see him trusting Sims at the four. I still don't know if I see that, especially since he's not going to start Sims at the four. He's going to start Obi. He's going to start Obi against Obi against Mobley. You want to know what the reality of the situation is? Here's the reality of the situation. Julius Randle better be back and healthy by the playoffs if they play Cleveland. If they play anyone else, Philly, Boston for sure. Um, who else could they play in the playoffs? That's really it. It's either it's either going to be Philly or, or Boston or Cleveland. Um, you know, and Tobias Harris is big, but I think I think they could they could survive. Um, if they play Cleveland, I think you 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 just you kind of need Julius. I don't man now 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 I'm second guessing myself. Does Sims get a chance if it's if they if Julius is for some reason? I, oh, you know what? We'll find out in the next game. They play Cleveland the next game. I don't think Julius is going to play the next game. We'll see. Does Sims get a chance? Maybe he does. Maybe he does. They're just so Mobley's just so big. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm second guessing myself. I think against most teams, what I said initially is what I would go with. And what I think they will go with. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? John, I need you to put your NBA history hat on. It's sure. Only a little bit into my bourbon. When is the last time an NBA team is hit on consecutive picks in the 20s like Emmanuel Quickly and Quentin Grimes? This is special. You ask me this question now? Man. Hit on consecutive picks in the 20s like this. Um. Mm, that's a fantastic question. I mean, does it have to be picks in the 20s? Because, like, I feel like um, I'm trying to think of Denver, if they had a pick before or after Jokic that was this impactful. I don't think they did. So that's not going to be it. Um, did Chicago draft anyone notable before or after they drafted Jimmy Butler? No, I don't think they did. Oh, you know what the answer might be? Hold on. I'm going to look it up right now uh, before I say it out loud. Okay. No, I'll say it out loud. Um, I wonder about the Spurs uh, with Derek White and and uh, DeJounte Murray. Let's see here. So, yeah. 
DeJounte Murray, 29th pick in 2016. He's obviously been an all-star. Derek White, 29th pick in 2017. Um, he was, I mean, he's got a 70 plus million dollar contract and, uh, was, was traded for a very nice package from the Celtics. So I think, I think that's the last time. I think that's the last time. If there's something else that I'm forgetting that anybody else wants to chime in, feel free to chime in, but I'm fairly certain that's probably the last time that you could say that somebody hit this good on consecutive on consecutive pick. Oh, and you know who else I want? Hold on, really quick. Um, the I think the Memphis Grizzlies probably deserve a mention. I don't know if it's consecutive picks though, because I know Bain was taken. Uh, Bain was taken at uh, twenty, but I'm not sure if they had one. Like they draft really well, but anyway, yeah, maybe Memphis too. Um, I'm trying to think if they they have anybody up that is that good immediately before. All right, good question, Kev. Put me on the freaking spot, man. Uh, Chris Parks, what's going on, Chris? Good evening. If Washington, good evening to you. If Washington makes the playoffs, do the Knicks keep two picks, Dallas and Washington? Um, so here's how this goes, and I'm, I began some questions about this recently. Uh, the Oh, wait, uh, the B- Bain wasn't even technically their pick, but no, they don't even have anything close. Okay, never mind. Uh, the Dallas pick, if they finish with a record that is, it doesn't matter where they are before lottery night. It matters where they are after the ping pong balls bounce around. So it doesn't matter if they finish with the 11th or 12th or 13th or 14th worst record in the NBA. If it ends up in the top four or in the top 10, they keep the pick. Like on the flip side, let's say they finish with the eighth or ninth worst record in the NBA and multiple teams jump them and they end up with the 11th pick, then the Knicks keep that pick. So I know a bunch of people are asking me about that today. So get that out of the way. With Washington, that pick is top 14 protected. So again, if they make the playoffs, then yes, the Knicks will get the pick. But it, it mat- that's that's what matters. It's not about record. It's it's about for Washington. It's about whether they make the playoffs or not. Um, I don't I don't know how confident I am right now. I think the Bulls have been playing pretty well. Um, man, it, I wish that Washington game was later in the season because you want to talk about chicanery. Can you imagine if the Knicks like closed with Washington and they had the fifth seed wrapped up? And if they lost to Washington, Washington would get into the play-in. That'd be interesting. Danny Gardner, what's going on, Danny? Let's freaking go. Three and one against the Heat. How you doing? That fourth quarter defense was unreal. Emmanuel quickly is the man. Grimes stepped up. RJ was huge in the second half. What did I say at halftime? Credit to Tibbs for keeping that fourth quarter lineup. Happy birthday, Clyde. Danny, you always bring what I appreciate with you being in RJ's corner. I think you're in RJ's corner. Is It's always rational. It's always rational. It's always evidence-based. Like... There is a way to show support for your player. 
who you believe in and like believe in your player and believe in the upside and the whole thing. Um, but without burying your head in the sand when like things don't go well and like you're, you, you told the line perfectly there. So I appreciate you. And yeah, your faith has been rewarded. Also GMAC reminds me in the chat that Ginobili and, uh, Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker were back-to-back picks, albeit not both in the twenties. Oh wait, no, they weren't back-to-back. Ginobili was in '99, Parker was in 2001, but they were close enough. Those are probably the like in terms of like late picks that were closest together in draft history. I would say those were probably the best two. Um, pretty good drafting team, those San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Eddie Marr, what's going on, Eddie? Would you trade RJ and quickly for Dame Lillard? My God, why are you breaking my brain at eleven twenty at at in at night? Uh, my, I gotta be honest. My gut, my inclination, the first response that popped in my head was no. Now, if I pose that to any person who's not a Nick fan, national media member, someone covering another team, they would. Be like, are you are you serious? RJ and quickly for for Damian Lillard, like where? How quickly do I? How fast? No, no pun intended. How quickly do I sign up? My inclination was to say no. For one, they the Blazers are not doing that trade. They're they're doing that trade with draft compensation, and not insignificant draft compensation. Um, so you're giving up those two guys and picks. That's number one. Number two, and this is really kind of what it comes down to for me. Dame is... I always forget. Is he 32? Is he 33? Is he 34? He's Dame Lillard is not a young man. And he just is coming off um, his best NBA season, arguably. And he is going to make it... I think he's going to wind up making an All-NBA team. He's 32 years old. He's, he's going to be 33 before next season. He's not young. And he's a small guard that like his teams have historically struggled defensively. So if you are under the, the assumption that Jalen Brunson is not going anywhere, and I am under the assumption that Jalen Brunson is not going anywhere... I don't know that Damian Lillard and Jalen Brunson are the backcourt that I am thrilled about if my goal is to win a championship. And obviously, if you were giving up RJ Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly and draft compensation, multiple unprotected picks for Damian Lillard, your goal is to win the championship. Not three years from now, not two years from now, but like right away. That's the goal. Can you defend well enough with those two in your backcourt? And like, and again, that has to be the question, right? Because if you're giving up a player of Manuel Quickly's caliber and you're giving up the draft comp and you're giving up RJ Barrett, who 22 may still have some upside here, as for as hard as I am on him, you better be sure that like when your team is fully healthy and on the court and the whole thing, they could win it all. And I think there are enough fundamental questions about how well that team could defend. It, especially if Julius Randle is a member of that team who, you know, so then you have like three guys with defensive question marks in the starting lineup. It, it's, it's just tough. Like uh, to say nothing of the fact that like, who's going to be the better player in three years, 
when Damian Lillard is 36 and Emmanuel quickly is 25, you know, Dame or quickly. I don't know. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all 
all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about Game Time. Is there an upcoming event you're trying to get tickets to? Whether it be tickets to one of the final home games of the Knicks season, or maybe it's a concert or a comedy show. Whatever it is, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped up for the fun you're going to have. Currently browsing through the Game Time app and I see all the events coming up in the area, whether it be the Knicks home game against the Miami Heat on Wednesday or home opener tickets for the Mets and Yankees, the Game Time app is so easy to navigate. You can search by category like sports, music, or shows, or search by teams like the Yankees, Islanders, or Knicks. I have to say that my favorite feature is the full 3D peripheral view you get whenever you select a seat. Just select a seat that's within your price range, move the phone from left to right, and get a good idea of the view you'll have during the event. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Game Time is also the fastest growing ticketing app in the country, and for a good reason. As I mentioned, get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps and you're set. Tickets are then sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The oh, read the last thing. So Andrew was giving me an instruction. I am to read the last thing Nick's film school retweeted. The Hartenstein quote. Okay. Here we oh wait, hold on. Isaiah Hartenstein credits Julius Randle with pulling him out of a funk earlier this season and sending him encouraging texts. I love it. That's great. Matt, Aussie Knicks fan. What's going on? Massive win. This team, man. I love a birthday win from the Knicks. Happy birthday. Uh, great control of the game from Manuel quickly. Have to think the fifth seed is looking good. Yeah, it's looking it's looking really good. It's looking really good. I mean, I didn't want to do the tiebreaker stuff yet. But I guess I guess we could do it. Um so <clears throat> Man, I'm talking about not trading for Damian Lillard. What a world. 
Who would have thought it? Look at us. Um, so Knicks, as of right now, two and a half up on the Nets, four up on the Miami Heat. So here's how this goes. Um, the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks both have five games left in their season. If the Miami Heat went five and zero, oh, and the New York Knicks went zero oh and five, the Heat would get um, would win, would advance, uh, would would finish above them. That is the only way in terms of a two team tiebreaker. Um, if the Knicks go one in four and the Heat go uh, five and zero, oh, if it's a two team thing. They're finishing ahead of the Heat. The reason why it's different between two team and three team is if you're in a three team tiebreaker, um, which again is still theoretically on the table, could the Knicks go, you know, two and three uh, versus, but even if the Knicks go two and three, the Heat only have five games left. So, like, I'm calling it. We're finishing ahead of the Heat. Finishing ahead of the Heat. The Heat are not going to catch us. The Knicks are going to be able to figure out a way to win two more games. I'm putting that out there. I hope I don't regret it. Um, so then it comes down to us and the Nets. So with us and the Nets, we're up two and a half games. They have one more game than us. Um, we have three more games left against the Eastern Conference. They have uh, they have three. No, yeah, hold on. Um, yeah, I think they have three more games left against the Eastern Conference too. No, sorry. We have four more games left the, against the Eastern Conference and they have four more games left against the Eastern Conference. Um, so we're two up on them. That's what it was because they had Houston tonight. Sorry. We both have four games left against the Eastern Conference. We're two up on them in the conference tiebreaker. I am assuming that Philly is going to sit everybody on the last game of the season and the Nets are going to get that game. So it's going to go from the division tiebreaker to the conference tiebreaker, which again, assuming they win that Philly game, that's going to give them one more conference win. If we win two more conference games, so the two Indiana games, the Nets cannot catch us because we own, we own the next tiebreaker, which is a record against other playoff teams. If the Knicks win two more conference games, that gives them 31 conference victories. Um, the Nets also, that at that point, the Nets would have to go 4-0 in the conference just to tie them. And again, it goes to the next tiebreaker. So essentially, essentially, if the Knicks could win, yeah. If the Knicks could win two more conference games, they're going to finish ahead of the Nets in a two-team tiebreaker. And even in a three-team tiebreaker because if it's three-team tiebreaker with the Heat. But again, I'm putting the Heat behind us. So I think if you think the Knicks are going to beat the Pacers twice or the Pacers and the Wizards, the Knicks are going to get the five seed. That's kind of where we're at. I think so. And I don't think I've screwed anything up. I think if the Knicks are going to win, if could if the Knicks could win two more Eastern Conference games, I don't think that there's a way that they could lose the five seed. Yeah, because two more Eastern Conference games, it was in 46 Miami. Yeah, that's it. That's all it comes down to. Andrew Palladino, blood in the garden. John, you kept saying this was a playoff game and this had the feel of one. That it did. Um, this is one of two. 
Where, uh, where's his next one? Okay. Obviously worried about Randall, but I think we have enough as it is. Go ahead and wrap up the six man of the year race and put a bow on it. Yeah, I, I guess why I'm not I'm not as worried about Randall. I'm more I'm far more worried about Randall, like not the injuries. I'm worried about the other stuff. I'm not worried about the injury stuff because it's where it's it's what is it today? Today's Wednesday. The first playoff game is in two and a half weeks. 17 days. I have to think Randall's going to be okay 17 days from now. And I also fully believe that without Randall, they have enough to win, as I just went through, two more Eastern Conference games, which is all I think, I'm fairly certain, unless I'm I'm, I'm really mistaken, I think if they win two more Eastern Conference games, they wrap this up. Unless, is there a, no, two more Eastern Conference... Then the Nets, if okay, if the Nets go undefeated and finish with 47 wins, okay, so here's how we don't get the five seed we only win two remaining games and um, the Nets go undefeated. But again, I so I, I think it's wrapped up, I really do. I feel like it's wrapped up. I feel like they're they, they have enough to get to where they need to get to. Again, assuming the Knicks don't go undefeated or the Nets don't go undefeated. Fingers crossed. But I hope Randall's okay. James Choi, what's going on, James? Bench mob, RJ, Julius Randall, horrible games. RJ had half a horrible game. Uh, Jalen Brunson, horrible defense. He was not great defensively tonight. Happiest day of the summer will be when RJ is traded for X. And. Oh God! I, I I gotta tell you, I'm feeling positive about RJ after that second half. I was really impressed with the second half. I thought he was really good in the second half. And again, I unloaded on this guy at halftime. I was so pissed at him. It's and and the reason, and I really I I nailed it down for myself because I I talk it out. That's what I do. I talk it out. When he's going bad, the shots that he puts up are shots that you know are not going to go in. So if I'm sitting here on my couch and I know the shots aren't going to go in, you know, like he has to know too. Um, and then, you know, O of eight and a half is O of eight and a half. It's not great. Uh, I, I'm, I'm positive about RJ right now. Positive, 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 positive. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. Andrew, why doesn't anyone talk about Tibbs body language? I don't know how to respond to that because he's because he's Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> Have you met Tom Thibodeau? Probably not. Uh, Hush Zoo, I wish there was no salary cap because I can't. I really can't see this team's future without our homegrowns. Um, so proud of everyone tonight for stepping up. It's not about the salary cap because you could go over the salary cap and you can, you know, look at the Golden State Warriors, look at uh, the Clippers, look at. The Sixers look at the Nets before they made their trades, and I think even so now. Um, <clears throat> it's about if you're not, if you don't have a contending roster in place, it's about maintaining flexibility. Which is not to say that you can't maintain flexibility and re sign all your own guys. I think it's just that, like, Theoretically, younger younger players are more tradable when they are like because the 
once you start signing all these guys to second contracts, once you sign quickly to a second contract, and once you sign Grimes to a second contract, um, you can only put so many of them in the trade. The nice thing about having players who are really good on rookie contracts is it's like you only need the one big salary, right? Or maybe one and a half big salaries. So like, again, just theoretically, like RJ and Fournier, there's your money, right? There's your money in a deal. Um, or whoever, RJ and Mitch or something. And then you could throw in a Grimes because he's making two point whatever million dollars. That's why, you know, that's, that's, that's why it's easier to trade those players when they're on rookie contracts as opposed to when they sign their next deal. They could afford to keep, well, you could go over the cap to sign your, your own guys, you know? It's just about maintaining that flexibility and trying to build a, a contending roster. Um, is it possible that they could get there without trading any of these young guys? I don't know about any. I don't know about any because, like, you just you need the outgoing salary and like Evan Fournier and even if they guarantee Derrick Rose, like I don't know if that's enough. And plus, like, if you're sending out Evan Fournier and Derrick Rose for the money. Even if you add in like an Obi Toppin or something, and then you bring someone back. Well, I guess if you added in Toppin, theoretically you're adding you're you're sending out one rotation player. So maybe if you brought back another rotation player, but then yeah, I don't know. You know what? Maybe who knows? Anything's possible, right? Anything's possible on a night like tonight. Anything should be possible. Who knows? Maybe they get to keep Grimes and quickly and RJ. I I don't know. I don't. I think it's it's unlikely. I think at some point one of these players is going to go out in a trade, if not more than one. But I'm like you, man. I I love these. I really do. I so badly just want to keep watching these young players grow. And um, you know what the the shame of it is is like if they had drafted a superstar at some point, you know, you wouldn't have to really worry about these decisions because they would have that you wouldn't have to keep we wouldn't have to be sitting here talking about like well they need their number one or at the very least their number like you know their 1A or something like we wouldn't have to be talking about that if we had drafted a superstar we would have that player and then it's like yeah sure pay Grimes pay quickly pay you know pay Obi you know, pay all these guys because you already have your number one in place and then you got your Brunson and your Randall and your you know all the way down the line thanks Hush uh on, what's going on Juanon? they might this might have my vote for the best win of the year man that top 10 is getting crowded i'm gonna start writing that article i got now i could after this win i think i could start writing that that piece and i'm gonna have to pre-write some stuff because I'm, I'm gonna be going away for playing week um no randall or brunson and we close the game out great stuff i hope that that Rat Riley crawled out from under the one train platform to watch this one. Was he even in the garden? I have no idea. I hope he was. I hope he saw this firsthand. <clears throat> I got, I'll read a quick Dallas quote. Dallas lost tonight, which is, I guess at this point, not ideal. Uh, Irving, Doncic, and Kidd all said they believe Dallas has enough to get things sorted out and make the playoffs. All of them were relatively upbeat after this game. All things considered, Irving spoke to them, spoke about the Mavs needing more poise late. Uh, Kid spoke about missed shots. Mm-hmm. It's tough, tough, tough life for the Dallas Mavericks. 
three games under 500. We are the New York Knickerbockers are 14 games better. 14 games better? No, seven games better. But they are three. I was saying 14 because the Mavs are three under 500 and we are 11 over 500. Man. Hamdy M. I love IQ. That's it. That's the tweet. Nothing more to be said. Uh, I love IQ too. Brian Carey. What's going on, Brian? Um, <laughs> my God. Andrew in the chat. Did you, I, I think this is referring to the, Riley, to the Riley comment. Eat shit and I hope it gets on your Armani suit. <laughs> what did Pat Riley ever do to you, Andrew? You weren't even like you don't even remember when he left. You were what? Seven? Jesus Christ. Have some respect. My Lord. Uh, Brian Carey. <laughs> I'm not reading that. Shout out to Walt Perrin, unsung hero of the front office. I don't know how unsung he is, man. I think, I, I mean, yes, we, we don't talk about him enough and we should. You're right. Um, fantastic job by him. Fantastic job by him. And 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 again, like that's why you went and got him. And fantastic job by Leon Ro- Leon Rose for going out and getting one of the most respected talent evaluators in the sport. Um, my God, you want to know what what would have gotten Leon the executive of the year? And like, I don't want to go down this road because it's not a not a fun road to go down. But like, if they had kept the pick and drafted Williams, the Oklahoma City Jalen Williams. He might have executive of the year wrapped up if he had drafted that kid, which again, he had some fans in New York. Um, I don't know if it was Perrin. I don't know if it was Tibbs. I know, but I know he had fans. But all right, I'm jumping in. So there's about to be like five random Fred Katz super chats. Is that re- for real? That's real. Fred Katz has been in the chat all night and he's. He didn't know how to super chat. So he was just sent. That's about to be random is what I'm going to say. And then eventually he figured it out and sent in a question. So we start here. Uh, it, there's no comment. I know. I'm just saying that just so you know, you're going to see a random Fred cat super chat and just say, thank you, Fred. Thank you, Fred. There you go. And that's what you'll see. We call him Fred chats, by the way, because he's in our chat. Right Fred now. chats, Fred yes. cats, Fred chats. Bingo. I see what you did there. Okay. That's really well done, Andrew. Thank you. So I, much to give you maybe I, down, but not out, you know. <laughs> um, I would like to shout out whoever has hacked Fred Fred Katz's Twitter account. Ingenuity off the charts. Truly. Dom Cappuccini. Choosing between Grimes and Quickly is go. Can we send Fred a gift basket, by the way, for his super chat contributions? <laughs> and for always coming on the pod. <laughs> Choosing between Grimes and Quickly is going to be a tough conundrum in the future. Who knows? Maybe we don't have to choose between them. I hope we don't. I really do hope we don't. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a fait accompli that we that only one of them will be on this team moving forward. I really don't. And that and, and that may be naive of me, but I I I'm I'm putting that out there right now. And I I choose to believe it. Um, 
Great drafting. We'll need a lot more of these performances the rest of the way, with or without Julius Randle. Keep it rolling, guys. Yeah, I mean, Friday is going to be tough. We don't know what's going on with um, with Donovan Mitchell. I don't believe I've seen any injury updates with him after he uh, rolled his ankle uh, late in the fourth quarter yesterday against Atlanta. I'm frankly... I Look, the game's in Cleveland. I would not fault this team one iota for having a bit of a letdown game against the Cavs. Knowing them, they'll be in it. I'm not counting on a win in that game. <laughs> but like, yeah, whatever. We'll see.